femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women. Rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz and my guest today is Olga Tarasenko. Olga is a psychologist and her job is to help people find themselves so that they can implement themselves and build a life they have always dreamed of having. She is also studying medical psychology in the National Medical University in Kiev, Ukraine, so she will become a doctor. Olga enjoys sports and horse riding. She loves painting and sculpting, but she quit sculpting a long time ago because now she devotes all her free time to consulting her clients and developing her projects. Olga, how are you today? Hello. Thank you for inviting. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm honored. I'm excited. And I'm very curious about you, especially since you're you're a psychologist, you probably psychoanalyzed yourself. So how do you describe your personality? Or at least if your friends could describe who you are, what would they say? Well, actually about uh, self-analysis, it's uh, such a correct thing because psychologists do it all the time. And I am doing this all the time. And actually, it helps living. So... Uh, talking about myself as a personality, I would say that I quite understand myself. And I guess it's a great opportunity to understand different people and other people. And actually, I enjoy it really much. Uh, That's my way to live, I guess. Thank you. And since you have consulting clients, I don't know if they're from Ukraine or from all over the world, But these days, what seems to be the biggest challenge or problem that people come to you for because they need help? Well, I'm consulting clients from Ukraine because for psychologists, there is some speciality. Uh, We have to include the mentality of the people uh, to our work. And um, as I am Ukrainian, it's important for me to be a good psychologist for Ukrainians. So the greatest, I guess, problem, the hugest problem of Ukrainian girls uh, for now, except the uh, anxiety because of the war, uh, there is uh, some issues with self-esteem. But issues with self-esteem is a huge problem, not only for Ukrainian girls, but for girls around the world because uh, not everyone from their beginning of their life have been have had the understanding of what powerful are they what they mean to this world what they can do what they can they can't do and they cannot understand that they are they have meaning this is the most um this is a really huge problem which I'm working with, and I'm I'm not sure that I even ever had a client without that problem. 
Thank you. And do you feel, especially for Ukrainian girls, that it's social media that reduces their self-esteem? Or is it the war specifically and how a lot of their plans are lost? Or what do you say is the main reason that there is such low self-esteem? I didn't say they have low self-esteem. I said they have issues with that. Because um, actually, all of us are important to this world. Not because they are some like of geniuses or they do some things. No, they are important for, to this world because they exist. And with this understanding, uh, there are a lot of issues and a lot of problems understanding that because all I knew, every girl I knew, uh, every client I had uh, did not understand they have meaning to this world just because they exist, just just because they were born. And it produces some kind of anxieties, some problems with understanding themselves. And now when the war started, all these like symptoms increased. So now there is um like meaningful things to understand that they really matter. Anyway, they matter, I would say like this. Thank you. And you said that you understand the mentality of Ukrainians. For Ukrainian women and Ukrainian younger uh, girls, etc., what is the mentality of someone, a girl from Ukraine? How would you describe it compared to other girls from Europe or from America or from Asia? Yep. Now I'm in Tallinn, it's the capital of Estonia. So I think I can compare with girls here. Uh, it's European girls who know what they want. And about Ukrainian girls, we are much likely to disrespect ourselves. Uh, we can, like, I don't know how to explain it correctly, because my English is not that perfect as Ukrainian, but... Uh, there are some issues about time. We can spend our time uh, with no actual reason. We can like agree for something we don't want. And then we will suffer because of this, uh, because we did what we did not want. And actually it makes a problem to... Um, for a good self-esteem but uh girls from europe they are understanding what the price of their time what the, the price of themselves and they won't agree for a thing they don't want uh they will um i would say uh they would understand uh which is fine for them and which is uh their issues i mean Issues about uh, respecting their selves, uh, respecting what they want. And they have the ability, they have understanding from their childhood who they are. So they, like, maybe I said a lot of things now, but the main thing is they respect themselves much more than Ukrainian girls. And that's a really huge issue about the mentality of Ukrainians because um, not everyone now even if they're not 
child anymore. Uh, they will listen to themselves. Not everyone will do this because we are likely to believe others. We would likely to make comfortable others, not ourselves. And that's a really uh, important thing. I agree and I understand. So I'm curious about you. How did your fascination with psychology begin? When was the moment where you decided, yes, I will study it. I will devote my time and effort to this. Well, it all started in my graduates. Actually, it was my school. Uh, because now I try to realize where was it? When was it? Because it was a long time ago. Uh, but I didn't uh, find out that I want to help people or something. No. Uh, the main reason I came to psychology studies is that I felt feelings I couldn't understand. I felt something I couldn't understand, and I had to find out what was that. Now, I understand it was the first love, but then I couldn't control it. I couldn't understand what's happening. And that was the reason I started to find some ways to understand myself. And then I understood there is uh, such a great thing as psychology, and then I would likely to start it. Then I started to learn it because in the medical university, because I am sure that a good psychologist is the one who understands not only what's happening in our head, but in our body, because it's all connected always. And it fascinates me a lot because psychology is um, science about the people what they want, how they live, and they and how they want to live. And it can help them to live a life which they want. Yes, it's very, very important. And therefore, I ask, do you feel that Ukrainian girls and people there value your services? Do they see it as a good thing to go and hire and use the services of a psychologist or there is some stigma or a bit of shyness about it well how people find a psychologist uh, they don't go to us because they just want to discover something it's wrong uh, people go to psychologists when they have problem when person understands i have a problem and i cannot fix it by myself i cannot figure out what's going on but life I live is irresistible and I have to do something. Then they go to a speci specialist, I guess, I know how to pronounce it correctly. And they uh, ask for help because they understand they need help. And talking about shyness or something, uh, there is no such a shyness when you have problem and you need to resolve it. But talking about like connection with the client, uh, people have to open to a psychologist because it's the thing they work with. Uh, they work with personality, with a state of mind, I guess. And not everyone is ready to open themselves uh, from the beginning. But there are some. And the times is needed to make this connection and to start a real work. Yes, that's really, really important. And you mentioned the effects of the war. How was February 24th for you? 
How did you hear about the invasion? Did you believe it or not at first? Tell me the story of that day. Well, for me, it started not 24th. It started before, I mean, 2014. Uh, but after 2014, I lived with understanding that something's going on, but it's far away from me. And then I remember this day, it was the um, 21st of February. I came from Austria. I was skiing with my father and we had um, sensitive talk about what's going on because there was time before we left even to skiing, uh, we had some news which made us believe that something will happen. And the night before the 24th of February, I had some feelings. I don't know how to explain them. Uh, it was maybe my like uh, woman intuition or some kind of intuition because I had a feeling that something will happen. And I even remember I saw some film about war just to relax myself. Like, I see it, it's okay. But I remember that I, get, I went to sleep. And the morning started with world, words of my mom that wake up, the war has started. And then I understood that, yep, it happened. And then we just waiting, we... We have been waiting here for some time, but then we just packed the clothes, took to and no the train, yeah, it was the train, and we left to Estonia, Tallinn. My father lives here, and for a time it started for me, but even if I'm here in Tallinn, I still feel it. I still understand that it's going on something bad. And I have still uh, huge feelings about that. But now I'm better than it was 24th. Thank you. Yes, I'm happy you're better. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Thank you for your appreciation for, of Ukraine. Slava. <laughs> and uh, thank you. Thank you too. And I know that you use social media and your blog to help people. Many complain that actually social media is bad, it distracts people, it wastes their time, so they don't value themselves, it shows them people who are photoshopped and too beautiful that don't exist in reality, living in Monaco and Dubai every day, and then everybody feels bad and depressed. Do you agree with that? Do you feel social media is more positive than negative because people can help each other? Or is it really changing the mentality of humanity in a bad way? First things first, I would um, say there is some issues about saying everyone because I work in some uh, way of psychotherapy called cognitive processing therapy. And there is... Um, like a little bit issue of our psychology, how it works in our heads. Uh, we say everyone, but it means actually someone we're talking about. Or we're talking about ourselves and we want to feel like we're not alone. Or we just uh, hyperbolize everything. And it, it's okay for our brain and how it works, but talking about us, 
personally now, uh, I would say that there are some things like personal boundaries. And uh, it's not only about people with people. It's about things we can contact with. Uh, it's about what we have to understand about us and what we have, what we want to understand from others, what we want to um, take from others. Uh, I mean that people who look in social media and say like, oh, he is so great and I am not, it's talking about only the person is saying that. Because if I see the just picture and people uh, have to understand that what they perceive does not make them in such a way they perceive the information. Uh, if they perceive a beautiful picture, it doesn't mean they are not beautiful. It only means the picture is beautiful. What they hear, it tells, it tells about only that people who say the words mean them. But it doesn't mean that people who listen to these words are the same what they say what they are heard and it doesn't mean actually anything about uh, because uh, words and things people do are only about themselves and people uh, shouldn't perceive uh, the information like the information about only them thank you that's really really wise and there are some experts that say this war, whether from 2014, but even stronger now in February 24th, will leave a lot of trauma inside every Ukrainian where this generation and even the next one will be more traumatized, have more negativity, and you need more generations for people to become okay. Do you agree with that? Or do you feel when there is victory for Ukraine, that people will celebrate, they will be happier and heal faster from the pain? Thank you for this question. It's an um, excellent question. Because talking about war traumas, psychological traumas, it's PTSD. Uh, it's some sort of, like, uh, I would explain it to make you understand correct how it happens. Uh, it happens like, People have stress. Uh, they cannot adapt to this stress, uh, but they have to evolve it in some way. And uh, Head decided to make something to adaptize people. But our Head cannot do anything. It's not all power. It doesn't have all power of the know, universe or something. And sometimes people cannot make a good adaptation. That's how PTSD started. But uh, statistically, PTSD uh, will have only about 10% of the Ukrainians uh, that have overlived the war. Because uh, symptoms of PTSD are uh, really variable. And uh, most people which will have them and have it now, will overlive them and about half maybe a year they will be fine but people who need help with ptsd uh, they will have a 
not medical, but psychotherapistic help. And with time, they will be okay too. But talking about state of mind of Ukrainians, I guess the war changed it a lot. And I don't know, maybe you heard even about this. Like the war started and people said that why would we do some things? Why don't we do some things now instead of in the years? Because when you're at war, you understand that tomorrow may not come. And we started to started to do things. We uh, used to procrastinate or saying that I will do it like then one day I will do it. And for this, it's really, really changeable thing. But talking about um, our kids who will be traumatized, uh, it depends. It depends on how it's going. It depends how will it be going. And uh, if to take to talk only about this war, I don't think it will affect the children. But of course, uh, our stories, our memory will influence them. It's 100%. But it doesn't mean it will traumatize them. Uh, but talking about victory, which we are all waiting, it doesn't mean that we will start to be happy nation or something. I guess we will not, because it's about people, what they are. Uh, victory is um, just thing that is happening, and people is people are celebrating it in a moment, and they they go to their business. They stay the same. I don't think the victory will change something. Thank you so much, Olga. This was such an important episode. Thank you for your wisdom, for your knowledge, for sharing this. And again, I wish for Ukraine victory, peace, and for every Ukrainian success. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for supporting Ukraine and for inviting me to this podcast. Actually, to be honest, it's my first podcast and I'm really honored to have uh, participate in in such a great podcast and with such a great uh, opponent or I don't know how it calls in podcast, but I would say like in my real life, the great the great partner of talking, I guess. Thank you for uh, good questions. It was really interesting for me to uh, answer them and to share some things. I hope people will be interested in them and it will help them. Thank you. Thank you too.